This podcast is part of the Acast Creator Network. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart, a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Hello, welcome back to that podcast. Podcast with me, Peter Crouch. I've got Chris Stark and the notorious SID with me, mm-hmm. and I've got a four-time Olympic gold winners' medal, Samo Farah. Hello, mate. How, How are, you? are you, mate? Okay, Good, yeah. four of them. Yeah. Four of them. It's almost greedy, isn't it? <laughs> Listen, when you got four kids, then you. Yeah, well, <laughs> that's that's it. One for each. One each. Do you know this is history in the making, lads? Isn't it? Think about it. The Mobot meets the robot. Here we go. It's gone in early doors. Early doors. (laughs) (laughs) Whose celebration is more iconic though? Oh. Oh. Peter, man, look at that. Do you know what? Like, obviously 2012 in London was iconic. Yeah. Jamaica pre-World Cup. Yeah. (laughs) Old Trafford. (laughs) Potentially not as much. Mm. I don't know. I'm not blowing smoke because mine was fucking good. (laughs) (laughs) It's interesting, isn't it? It's almost what would be interesting to do is kind of parade you both out into the pub out there and just see who responds better. Is it the robot or is it the (laughs) The mobot? And just kind of count how many people do each. (laughs) But you're right. When you did the mobot, the thing is, it was right at the perfect moment, Mm. wasn't it? The perfect peak of your... Achievement you threw out the mobot, whereas the robot. Yeah, I did it Old Trafford, and that was that was obviously where it all all started. But um, obviously, that, like that was the pinnacle. Yeah. Like, where did it come from? For yeah. you? So, so it came from. Um, I was on League of Their Own. Yeah, oh, right. Uh, Claire okay. Borden, James Corden, yeah. and Jack Whitehall. And that time was, I think it was coming up like just end of uh, 2010. And we were just talking and they said to me, listen, we've got the Olympic coming up, Mo. We need to come up with a celebration for you. I was like, okay, okay, yeah. and that's, they'll do it. And then they tell me, Usain Bolt does that celebration, so mm. we need to come up with a celebration for you. So uh, amongst them, uh, James Gordon, uh, uh, Claire Boarding was just like, listen, what about the song YMCA, the M and the O? Oh, no, it's okay, yeah. Right. So then, then James Gordon goes, oh, Mobot. There you go. And then I said, I'll, I promise I'll do it. And I think I did it towards... 2011, first mm. time I'm like, I won the race, did it, and people were like looking at me, what? What are you doing? Because <laughs> it's bold, isn't it? You're yeah. throwing out an M. Like, yeah. What are you doing? Yeah. And then 2012, was like, Ooh. yeah, that's massive. the one. Yeah. People down the streets, isn't it? But everywhere, yeah. it was just iconic on the TVs. Yeah. So the kids it doing it. Massive, yeah. <laughs> it's hard to do with one hand and holding a microphone. You just yeah, get half yeah, of it. Yeah. There. You look like a yeah. teapot. <laughs> <laughs> but you said it was meant to be the M and the O. Did you just drop the O just yeah, for ease? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. oh nice. okay. there you yeah. go. God, it makes a lot of sense now. It does, doesn't it? Do you? You never really had a celebration. No, like that, no. You? scored a few goals. It was just the boring, Bangers. like Shearer celebration, like the thing. Yeah, you could. Yeah. You know that one. Yeah. 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 Shorts <laughs> up, and like high as well. Yeah. Shirt tucked in. Yeah. <laughs> it weren't good. It wasn't well, a good look. Mo, thanks so much for coming onto the podcast today. There's so much that we need to talk about. Um, 
I don't know how much you get to listen to this podcast. There's several kind of things that are running through it at the moment, uh, several things that we need to discuss, several things that have happened. Um, where would you like to begin, Pete? Should um, we start with some messages? Or do yeah, you wanna... I've got a few messages here. I yeah. mean, well, obviously, there was, there was one... I just wanted to get your opinion, really, on walking um, <laughs> as an Olympic sport, really. Uh, like, me and Sid's are... Uh, uh, are going to have a battle in a walking race at Crouchfest this year. I just wanted your, your opinion, really. Is walking as credible as running? <laughs> Basically, is walking a sport? Is that what you're saying? That's what I'm trying to say, yeah. Um, you can be as diplomatic or as undiplomatic as you want. Listen, I've, I've got a good friend of mine, who's t- oh, okay. uh, Tom, uh, Tom, who walks a represent GB. Yeah, yeah. And he's a good friend of mine. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. Would want to put him down. Yeah, yeah, but again, yeah. I think... As I said, it was part of the Olympics, and I think that what they're doing now is is, is taking out the Olympics. Is that yeah, yeah, that's what yeah. I mean. Yeah, so, so they're, take, they're taking out and, and filling in with mm. another sport. They've loved walking out the Olympics, have they? That's not a good sign for the sport. <laughs> well, it's out of the Olympics they, now. They've yeah. removed it, have they? they I walking. think they're removing oh, it. Yeah. Wow. yeah. God, you don't I want to that, that now. I feel we can bring it back. <laughs> Yeah. So, so where you've been absolutely <laughs> nailing walking on this podcast. I haven't been nailing walking. Some poor but person at the IOC. Made, yeah, it wasn't months my decision. Months ago. So someone at the IOC has heard this. No, no, no. And I has think then it was, gone, we need to get rid of walking. It's it a laughing made. stock. S- someone, let's just put this, paint the picture here. You were obviously a bit late for the pod today. Yeah. And someone said, look, let's allow three minutes for... Pete to get from the train station to, to the venue and I said yeah. I could do that in 2.30 <laughs> <laughs> you know now you're sort of heading towards retirement. are you calling it retirement is that what you're calling it oh I'm calling it retirement but the other day I was, I was just with my kids and stuff and I just come off the treadmill just easy run and my oldest daughter goes haven't you stopped running <laughs> <laughs> yeah and I'm like no yeah no, yeah, well, it's a nicer way to say it, right? Retiring, so I'm telling myself, yeah, I will yeah. retire. Do you think What's, you'll get into walking, more? is what I mean. It's like, could walking be nah. the gentle no, sort no, no, of... No, no. Well, it's, it's, it's a mode of transport. Yeah, <laughs> It's not really a sport, is it? Not walking for me, I'd rather running. run. What, what is an easy run for you? So you said you're at home, right, on the treadmill. Yeah. What's like? What's an easy run for you? S- between six miles and ten miles, just, like just a six, five, six, five, six, 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 six miles. miler. Five fifty per mile. Uh, sorry, six fifteen per mile. Six six fifteen per mile. I'm just yes. trying to do some quick maths okay. and that's it. Yeah. That's, 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 mental. that's quick. That's really quick. Yeah. Do you do it with um, instructors on the screen, or do you just do it? Just no. I sometimes I'll be, I'll be watching the football, yeah. uh, watching like catching up, or, or you know watching golf is on now, and, and you know Formula One or just anything sports that I want to watch. I'll watch it and put it on. Uh, other times, what I do, I've got I've got, um, I've got Swift, which means yeah. like you can run with. Your yeah, friends, yeah, and, yeah. And you get people to chasing you down. It's a bit like you know cycling. Yeah, where, you know you can yeah. cycle. With yeah, others. friend does that the cycling, really? and I yeah. do it. But again, all the time, even years ago, over the years, I watched Peter. Okay, mm. You know that, you know football was n- number one thing for me. That often, even in my long run, I'll put the telly on, put the football on, because I know I'm going to get ninety minutes out of that plus injury times, and, and watch the boys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To be fair, it does always surprise me how much footballers run. It's you know when you can obviously see it, and I think we've talked about this before. You boys actually, I don't think you really notice this as a fan. You do run further than you during a game. Let on, yeah, yeah. You would have done so. I, I, yeah. I used to I used to run like an average between thirteen and uh, sorry ten and thirteen kilometers a game. Yeah. yeah. So between that kind of Just, that's yeah. over six miles. Yeah. 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 Plus all the training, obviously that week as well, five to six k. Trainings. Pre-season, no. you do a bit of training as yeah, well, don't yeah, you? Yeah, there's a lot of running. Probably there's, a little yeah, bit more. There's a lot of running. There's a lot of running involved. Just quickly, is that the same for you? Like when you're gearing up for a race, do you have to go through pain barriers to like yeah. to? 
know that what the race is really going to be like. Yeah. So often, as I said, like to me, in order for me to win races, I've got to, you know, obviously be the, the best peak you can here. But everything is about the preparation. So when I, you can see me running last lap in 52 seconds, 51 seconds, you know, weeks and months before that, I've, I've done that in training yeah. and covered everything in training. Mm. So for me, I've always said this. Sometimes it's easier for me to race than, you know, to train. Because again, when you're training week and week out, you're running 120 miles week and week out. And again, if you think about it, if you had 120 miles one week and the next week you come back and then following week you come back and that's at high altitude, 8,000 mm. feet above sea level, sometimes even 10,000 feet. So often I think everything's about that. As you said, that preparation and yeah. teaching your legs, that muscle memories. Can that's you have a break? You know, like <clears throat> say in the summer or whatever, you know, quite often the players have come back a little bit out of shape. Do you ever, or do you have to keep ticking over all the time? No, you do have to have the, you you definitely have to take a break uh, mm. for mentally and as well as physically and again, but not not too much time off because once you have too much time off, your body just locks up mm. and you pick up, you pick up more injuries. Mm. Um, again, I think time I've taken off about two to three weeks depends, and then fully off completely two weeks. The other week you jog a couple of days on, maybe got on the bike a little bit, and then the other week you just kind of just slowly build and once you build, you get back into it. But I find over the years, keeping your body maintaining in you know certain level in terms of if mm. I was running 120 miles a week, if I can do like maybe half of the year of running 60 miles, 70 miles, I was in better shape than rather than you know taking that time off completely. Because mm. when you do have time off completely, you're almost like starting from scratch again. And it's the most hardest thing. Muscle it's, memory. Yeah, it's the yeah. it, mm. most hardest thing. Is that that's, why, that's why I don't understand how you can retire from this sport because... <laughs> Your body becomes so physically reliant on training, right? To be able yeah. to function. It's, it really is kind of all or nothing. So how's retirement for you in your head? Are you not worried? You're not worried that you? it's almost like turning off your body or something <laughs> like... Or are you going to have to sort of wean yourself off by still running marathons all the time, but just in the privacy of your own house? Yeah, I think, as I said, like, I've, I've got to find something to do. And again, since the age of 12, I've, I've run every day, every day pretty much and again with, with with myself i just have to keep you know maybe twice a week you go for a jog just to keep your fitness mm. Mm. otherwise i don't want to put on mm, yeah. <laughs> you know what you gotta do You're, i think you need to bring back the true meaning of the school run because i don't think there's any integrity in it anymore <laughs> who runs the school run yeah, no everyone anymore, drives it what with no the kids yeah. Kids in tow. Uh, Come on. <laughs> yeah, maybe shoulders or something, or one of them little pouches, you know, like the kangaroos kind of thing. Ooh. I don't know. What age? Just what age? I don't know. <laughs> just I'm just trying to think of solutions. <laughs> maybe yeah. they can cycle themselves, but with the supervision of you running alongside. But <laughs> no one runs the school run. No, no do one does. They? No, no one does no. that. Which is wrong, really. Isn't well, it, it is wrong. It's called the school run. It's not yeah. called the school drive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, maybe we get you to bring that back in your retirement, you know, bring integrity back to the art of the school run. Turn it into a proper thing, proper sport. Yeah. Could be competitive, couldn't mm. it? Could, you could make it to the Olympics, right? No, yeah, walking did. space for it now. Talk, talk, just talking to school runs um, and schools, can I just read this message from, from Aaron? Yes, it's, yes, great. Crouchy, don't worry about losing the dad's race too much. The same happened to Mo Farah. <gasps> Is that true? <laughs> it's true. <laughs> How quick is this fella? <laughs> Who was it? He had a pair of jeans on too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I got yeah. done. I got no, done. No I was a Premier League player. I got yeah. done. 
Um, it was quick though. How was uh, it? Was your you must have been sharp though? It was just sharp over like hundred. Yeah, so it was it was hundred meters, and I was like. You know, it's yeah. like, oh, that's right, that's right. Yeah, turned I, up. I turned up with a pair of my, well, like, you know, my proper yeah. running shoes. And then the, the guy is just seen wearing jeans. I'm like, oh, yeah. Race went off. So oh, there's no, no way I was going to catch him. Really? Yeah, yeah. I'm so wearing what, like, what, oh, what wow. you know, Have you looked into him? What's his was it definitely a dad? It was, it was a dad, yeah. It was yeah. one of dad. What, what a scout for him. That's a big scout. <laughs> Especially in a pair of baked beans. Yeah. And <laughs> Mo's, got, Mo's got his spikes on. He's got his paper fly here. <laughs> that is a what a scout he must be down the pub every every night living like, that moment living, I don't believe it so what's happened there do you think because you you must be rapid right that's not your distance though. In a di in a long distance I'm okay yeah. as he said, I'm okay do you think the dance race should be less of a sprint and more of a you know set yourself off for 26 miles kind of thing? I think that's a bit too long but I think that'd be too 400 yeah, like 400 300 400 but who was this guy? Like, even if you're quicker than you, technically, it must be rare that there's another dad that can match your fitness or or, or just the intent or the competitiveness. No, I, I think he, he must have done sports. Yeah, yeah. Maybe. Yeah, he yeah, can't be a sprinter. But again, he has to be a sprinter. Yeah, of course he does. He, he, honestly, when he took off, he was just like, Doof. When they well, hit you, he's like, I'm in trouble. I'm like, and you know when you overstride, overthink it, you know? <laughs> 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 That's only a sports thing. Well, same as me, mate. Same, I had the same thing on the dad's race. Yeah. He, 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 I got off to a flyer, to be honest. First five yards, I was away. And then I saw this fella in chinos, and he just he flew past me. And, uh, you know, I wasn't renowned for being quick, but yeah. I was a Premier League player. <laughs> <laughs> I got done by, by a dad in chinos. Yeah. Not my finest moment, but... I, I did the dad's race a couple of days ago now. And um, and turned up, and to be fair, I was in my normal clothes. I got to say, when you see another dad in the shorts and the shoes or the spikes, I do think that's a bit twatty. If I'm honest, like yeah. it's meant to be, it's meant to be. Is that you? Yeah. It's meant to be competitive, but in normal dad clobber. Isn't yeah, yeah. It's got to be normal dad yeah. clobber. Yeah. It's got, it's got to be. Um, so we lined up. They asked for the dads to volunteer, and at first, no one stood up. Like they were like, do "Any dads want to do dads race?" And everyone just goes quiet for a minute. But everyone looks at each other, and then. One stood up, so I was like, yeah, go on and I'm in on this. Take the phone and wallet out, leave it on the side. My little girl's looking at me from the Give side. Give the phone. Because like, all the kids want you to go and compete, yeah. right? And then we lined up. Now, here's the controversial bit. Just before about a run, I had in my mind, like, I'm just going to I'm gonna go as quick as I can here. I'm really going to go for it. The lady with the megaphone's like, right, so it's going to be a jumping race. <laughs> I had to jump the whole way. In fact, can I just get your views on this? Because... I would like to call out. When you said jump the whole way, was like a like a sack race, but with no sack. Yeah. You're just no, jumping. You're so bound just jumping like legs together. Oh, that's like, tough. That's 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 right. So I've got no, not a pancake in sight. I've got the video from this right, and I'm fuming because, and I will name him. There was a dad called Michael next to me. Oh my god, oh, shamed him, wow. Michael Owen. Sadly not, but you, he claims first on this, but he's definitely cheating. I'm going to show you the race now, and I don't know if you could just. Um, Watch this, lads. Fucking hell. I'm getting Mo Farrell to look at the sack <laughs> race. <laughs> I'm analysing techniques. He's analysing it. Wow. I'd like you to decide, Mo Farrell. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be the referee. In fact, cheat in the dad's oh. race. Oh, he's running. He's running. He's running there. His legs are not together there. Oh, he's flapping his he's hands flapping. And, and running, basically. Yeah. So can you yeah. confirm that, that uh, Michael there... 
cheated in the dad's race at my daughter's school. Michael, that is disgrace. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> looking at this video, <laughs> blatantly disgrace. cheated. Yeah, yeah. Michael. Are we going to give Chris eighth there? <laughs> <laughs> you still get third though. <laughs> Confirmed. Oh, he's, he's, oh. he's not. You won't know. Yeah. You won't know. <laughs> no, no, that's dead. It's a podium. It yeah. Oh, it's a podium. Mo, should we go right back to the start <laughs> then? So, um, did you did you ever play football much? You're you're an Arsenal fan, um, aren't you? Yeah. But um, going right back, were you ever kind of competitive in football in any way, or was it always just a hobby? No, for me as a youngster, all I ever wanted to do is become a football player. Yeah. And I honestly thought I was the best, and thought you know. You could play play for the school and then I joined a local club and I was playing for my local club on the, on the Sunday league. Um, but I was okay. I wasn't I wasn't that good at it. I can head it out and clear the ball. Yeah. But didn't have any skills. You're a defender. So they put me like defender yeah. and midfield just on the wing. So, you, you know, mm-hmm. you could run up and down. Mm-hmm. And that was it. <laughs> <laughs> and then later on realised... Maybe this is not for me. Yeah. <laughs> because again, as I said, like, now yeah. when I watch football and understand more, yeah. it's not just about kicking a ball. Yeah. You've got to have the skills, you've got to think about the game and, and position and understand yeah. more. Mm-hmm. But good thing running worked out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've got to touch on, obviously, the documentary you made and everything, yeah. right? That, how hard was that to, to sort of make the decision to do that? Because watching that for me was such an eye-opener. Yeah. And I think for, for a lot of people in some ways, because I mean, it's something you probably carried for yeah. so long. How, what, was the, what was the reason behind doing it? And uh, was it a weight lifted yeah. when you did do it? Yeah, and in case people who listen to this might not have seen the documentary yet, could you just say a bit about what happened and, and the story of that? It was something so hard because, again, I was so mm. young. So the, the reason why I wanted to make that documentary mm. is just seeing my kids. So the, the, my girls are... Uh, 10 coming up to 11 my son's seven my oldest she un- she understand and she always mm. knew something wasn't quite right yeah. and her not seeing like her, c- her cousin my brothers my mom and all this stuff because she, she kind of knew but the reason why i did it is because you know you, you hold on to it so long mm. just like you know you just, i just wanted to let it out but again it was never a moment that you know you could let it out because again you know uh, half the 2012 my life has just changed mm. you become yeah. not mo uh, the runner mode and, and stuff which was amazing and you know again about the support and, the, mm. and people will, it wouldn't be the same but again you know it was just about my career and, and uh, who you become mm. when I, um, as, as you all know my name was uh, Mo we all know Mo mm. but my birth name was Hussein mm. and that's why I named my son your boy yeah. my boy yeah. after him because mm. again it, it meant something to me it was hard to do that yeah. because again I just wanted to go back and as you said, as you got older, things happen. Mm. Your parents make decisions mm. or in certain situations, things happen. But you want to understand why, how it happened. Mm. And for me, it was just like trying to get to the bottom of it and yeah. actually find out what has it happened. And mm. Go back to my mom, go back to where I was born, go back to, um, you know, where it really happened. Were you genuinely like discovering things on that journey? Yeah. Yeah. Like, you, you didn't know before anything at all. You just went and you were going, went back to Somalia and found the people that kind of raised you, brought you up. I probably knew about 50%, but the other 50%, I didn't have a clue why and how. So when I obviously I came to the UK, I came with, with this lady, as, as you know, in, in, the, in the documentary and, mm. and thinking I was going to go and see my relative, my, 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 uh, my grandma. And that, that was never the case. And then I was brought up, went to the 
to that house with the lady. And f it was difficult how, you know, obviously yeah. go without going into it, everything. Yeah, and yeah. again, I, I really struggled in that house. And obviously, and then got involved with the social services, told them, and then the school got involved because they saw me, you know, how mm. unhappy I was as a child. And I was got removed from that situation. And then putting in uh, with, with a friend of mine, his aunt, uh, my Okola aunt, says a respect, mm. and end up staying in a house till I was probably about fourteen, going to uni. Yeah, yeah. Um, but again, all these things, and then when I finally moved out, then running helped me escape. Mm. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah, that's it, right. it, yeah. It gave me something, you know, mm. to go work towards it, and you know, get that reward and, and keep having that drive. And mm. again, yeah. I think that's the amazing oh, thing about sport. Like even in football, like and obviously, you know, I haven't got a story like that at all. No. But you know, even if you've got any kind of problems, you go out on the football pitch and forget about yeah. everything. Yeah. And, I, and I assume, you know, running, very much the same. Yeah, yeah. It was, when I was, was running, I was just happy running, and mm. again, that, that was all I could control. Mm. There's mm. nothing else I could control. And I think it, it not a thing. I know it gave me a space where yeah. you know, and a, a set of freedom mm. to be me. Incredible journey, also, yeah, and also you being a parent and and feeling that this is something that because what I found really interesting as well was when you talk about having to answer questions and it's hard because you want to protect your kids at all times, um, and maybe an increasing weight also to want to share with them the your your truth, not yeah. the truth, but your truth. And we talk about upbringing in this podcast quite a bit. We talk a lot about Pete and his relationship with his father mm. and and it differs and it? it differs between everyone. And it feels to me that you had an upbringing that was so influential on your life, yet you didn't feel that you could talk about it even with your children. They yeah. must be so proud of you now to be able to hear that. Yeah, now again, as I said, even like, in my career, as you know, now you add the little pieces together. You see my kids on the running track, mm. everywhere I go. You see my family. And often I think the question is like, why is it always family there? But again, that's what family meant to me. So again, I was trying to get involved with my kids, whatever I do to make them understand. And, and you know, just, mm. just be part of my journey because mm. again, it's not wrong or right. But again, with our upbringings, we all have stories. Mm. And again, the way yeah. our parents treated us or mm. we see the kids. When we have kids ourselves, we want to go, I know how that felt. Yeah. I ain't going to put you in that situation, but I'm going to try and control. Mm. Mm. And and it was hard. And again, with that, I, I think I don't think I would have done this, the, the, the documentary, if it wasn't for my kids. Because the kids is what got me through. And secondly, it's the kids that, you know, asking you questions like, oh, dad, yeah, where's your brother? Where's your mm. mom? Yeah. Mm. What were you yeah. doing at this moment? And then you kind of go, yeah, yeah, they're good. And you change subject. But they're smart enough to work out. Special, isn't it? Yeah. Are they, are they into the their end. running then? Are they... they are into it. My son is playing football. I want mm. him as good as Peter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is that the aim? Hopefully <laughs> <laughs> get him doing that. <laughs> Maybe he can mix the mobile <laughs> and the robot. Yeah. It'll be yeah. a sort of everything. Yeah. <laughs> 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 but obviously, so obviously then you become a runner and everyone goes, oh, you know, they're most people, if you're a fair weather kind of athletics fan, you'll see 2012 and you'll think mm. that's where you arrived. But obviously, the amount of hard work before that, um, where, how did it, what was your kind of break and what was like, what were the big wins early on for you that where you thought, actually, I've got a chance now? I've got picked for the World Youth Olympics in, I think it was when I was about 14, 15. Yeah. And wow. it took us to Disneyland, Florida. 
as part of you know someone has a potential like young sister i think it was myself like uh, loads of sprinters mm. like javelin uh, you know maybe even walkers few of them in there they took us they took us to do that florida and then we came back home and then from that moment my mind changed and i wanted to become an athlete i wanted mm. to be you know if, if these are rewards of you know yeah. being an athlete i want to become an athlete mm. and i think that my attitude has changed and then from that moment I was just focused on running rather than try and focus on football or other mm. stuff or just yeah. full on and then again mm. made through under 20 and then I went under 23 and then my first senior was in 2000, um, 2003 mm. when I went for Great Britain. Yeah, I've, I've talked about on this podcast like how kind of like say from 16 to sort of 21 like was actually when a lot of people lose focus then mm -hmm. I was probably more focused in yeah. those years because I knew what I wanted to do. Yeah. Would you say the same for yourself? Yeah, no, for sure. As is it for youngsters and I see, you see them now and I see with my kids and again and I think it's when you do have to make your mark as like coming from under 20, that's your crucial years in terms of if you want to if you if you want to you know make mm. into if it's football or athletics that's me i was you know on the path of these lads here i was a brilliant footballer <laughs> uh, kind of quite average club and i was planning to blossom quite late in the sport but mm. i was distracted by um booze girls and uh, barbecue <laughs> 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 But look at the barbecue you've become. You know, we all find oh, our own paths. Yeah, we do. They're the sausage rolls. <laughs> <laughs>this next part of the podcast is brought to you by Brewdog. So as we've been sat here the last few weeks enjoying our pints of Lost Lager, it has inspired something that we want to do. It's made us think about all those people that we've lost touch with, that we'd like to reconnect with uh, and reminisce over a beer. But rather than just reminisce, we thought we'd do something about it. And this is where the Lost and Found Challenge was born. So what we're trying to do is encourage people to reconnect uh, with, with old teammates or old schoolmates or just that one person that you think like, right, let's do it now. Let's make this the time that we reconnect. And Crouchy, last week we did it with Lee Hendrick. Uh, you know what? It was it was brilliant. When it goes. Because I, I just, uh, he was, I was so tight with him. We lived in each other's pockets when we were at Villa. And then obviously lost contact. No, they say lost contact, but you know when you just text someone every now and then, it's, it's random. But to see him when he came down, and obviously we did the quiz after, and... Uh, we all, we all left and he was having such a good time he just stayed. stayed. Wow. <laughs> we actually did, did a bit of a bad thing since we, uh, at one point, me and Crouchy left in a bit of a hurry just because it was a bit chaotic. It was quite a lot of people. Carnage, yeah. to be quite honest. <laughs> it was yeah. carnage. Pints had been had, everything and suddenly it was like, okay, right, I'm just going to run out rather than make a big scene. I saw Crouchy had done the same outside and we both looked at each other and it was like, you know that moment in Home Alone where they look at each other and like, what have we forgotten? And they go, Kevin! <laughs> it was... It, we, both, we both looked at each other and went, <laughs> And then we had to, um, we had to hang around whilst we phoned for someone to check that Lee Hendry yeah. was aware. It was all good. He got home safe and sound. Yeah, uh, but he was having a, he was having a fantastic time. They've been reunited. Yeah. Yeah. Anyone but, you've lost, Sid? Anyone like, you've lost contact with? Like, you know when you, you played, like... We still speak all the time now, yeah. Uh, well, Scott Mills, Chris. You still speak to him? Yeah, I do, actually. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Have you ever seen the Sugar Babe since? Or okay, not? we're <laughs> doing this every... This is now every episode, is it? <laughs>
Is it? I, I really enjoy that's it. A nibble. I mean, what, that's what a nibble. That was a nibble to there. To be fair. <laughs> that was a proper nibble. Fair, what, it would be a laugh. It's like if Lee Hendry's here one week and the next week there's a sugar babe just sat there <laughs> from a story where I've made up. <laughs> made up a story. Oh, made up a story. As if it like. actually happened. <laughs> Like, for all intents and purposes, the awkwardness has become so much now from a story that was fake <laughs> that they might as well have been an ex. But why? why like it's, I don't know why you're so awkward about it when you made up the story. Yeah. So but, you should be kind of comfortable. Because you're not telling the whole story every time. You just present it as one of my exes is a sugar babe <laughs> rather than actually the headline. just like, yeah, no, there's no context whatsoever. And at some point, she's going to hear about this and be like, why is he making up all this stuff? Whereas I'm not, I'm literally telling the truth, which is that I made up that story. Okay. Well, However, the, the ultimate reconnection of lost and found for me yes. would be you and Siobhan. Okay. <laughs> but, okay. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> but, f right, for me, what I would like to know, Peter, um, who who else is on your list? Lee right. Hendry, one week. Let's go through the phone, right? We, we often do this, don't we? I quite enjoy A's. it. I spot someone new every time. It's a big phone book, that. Mm. It, is, it is quite funny. Who do, do you want to go for? Um, oh, my God, you've got Cliff Richard. Cliff Richard. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, I forgot to delete that. Oh. <laughs> that's, that's a hell of a... How have we not... Right, oh, oh. book it in now. We're doing yeah. another crunchy uh, phone episode. Oh. Sometime soon. Yeah. Come Don't on, who have you not spoke to for a while? Um, do you know who I haven't spoke to for ages? Like, we, we, we every day, me and Sid are on BT. I've, I do BT with Rio Ferdinand all the time, right? Yeah. And I used to speak to him, you know, every week because I see him Champions League on a Saturday. Let's get Rio down. Rio. You want to yeah. reconnect well, with, we can uh, see. with Rio? He's a busy man. We can try and get him down. Let me fire him a text. Him and Cliff Richard. <laughs> go for Rio. Shall I set up a group? Go, go for Rio. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember when we did that bef before? Who was in that group we did before? Sid, we 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 whacked a load of people into a group from Crouchy's brilliant. phone, as brilliant. if it was like Big Brother, like our own reality oh show. They still speak sometimes. Honestly, yeah, like just I remember this. Yeah, yeah. I do remember this. Was it Fiona Bruce? Fiona Bruce was in it. Yeah, there was a Kit Man in there. I Kev, think big Kev Kit Man. Yeah. But you know what? This is what it's all about. You know, you lose contact with people, put them in a group, and just see how they get on. Go for Rio Ferdinand. Yeah. It'd be great to get him on. If you can't get him, Cliff Richard. All right. Well, you know, hopefully. Uh, it's more likely we'll get Rio, <laughs> if I'm honest. So hopefully we'll have a pint of lost lager with Rio Ferdinand next week. Done. Yeah. And uh, if you're new to this podcast, we are joined up with Brewdog. Uh, we record the podcast here at Brewdog Waterloo. We want to do another event. We mentioned about the quiz that we did with... And Lee Hendry came along to that, actually, and got involved. Really enjoyed it. Was it was good fun. There was a good group of people here. Um, was a bit carnage, if I'm going to offer some feedback. Good carnage, it's like, uh, Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it was it was carnage. Forward line. Um, also, for a quiz, Sids, like we started the quiz and there was a fire alarm. Go we did a whole quiz at one point with a fire alarm going off in the background. It no was one, fine. There was no, no evacuation. No, it was just good fun. Few drinks were had. Some interesting team names. We want to do another event. I think we can do something different to a quiz. We're thinking maybe we might do a beer pong tournament. Nice, which could be fun, right? Could be a lot of fun. I like that. Um, just got to run it past a few Carls. That would be at the end of July. <laughs> if you're interested in getting involved in this, what you need to do is go to brewdog.com forward slash crouch and buy a pack of Lost Lager. Everyone who does so will have a chance to win a pair of tickets to get along to what might be beer pong, might be something else, but I hope it's beer pong. So get on it and hopefully we will see you soon. 
Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Right, we can't have you here, right, and not talk about 2012, right? Yeah. What was that whole kind of experience like? It felt like the stars kind of aligned, like oh. in London. You know, you at the peak of your powers, quite a lot of our athletes yeah. at the peak of their powers. Mm, there was a huge focus on you. Just the camp in general. Can you just talk us through that? Because like we've been in, you know, football camps and, you know, we've been away uh, for, for, for numerous weeks. But what is it like in an Olympic village where, you know, you're with all the other athletes and, and obviously, especially at 2012? 2012 was huge. And as a long distance runner, you always, you're not on the beginning of the week, you're on end of the week. So it's already started. So they will have swimming and then athletics kicks in and, and then the athletics go from sp sprint and then all the way through. And at that point, I was in training camp in south of France and I came in two days before the race. So I even watched the opening ceremony on, on telly in France. So you don't quite see everything. What? You, you weren't there? Even there I wasn't the there. Ceremony. Because that's that's never mad. That. Yeah. So you, you only focus on your race and, mm. and you come in two days before. You, you go through, you go to get your accreditation. Once you get the accreditation... And then you go through to uh, Athletes Village and then that's where the village, you know, in terms of they have like McDonald's yeah. and restaurants. Yeah. You talk about uni and that, and that life experience though. The Olympic Village, as I understand it, sounds yeah. like what Halls was for me at uni. <laughs> Except everyone is, is like <laughs> on for a medal. Everyone's <laughs> on for a medal. <laughs> I've heard it's an absolute... Uh. Shagathon, and and um, but fun, and it's like the mingling of all these different athletes, and people find other people. Yeah. But, but is that what it's like? Like a bit like a campus, I guess. It, it was, yeah, because again, it's like you got from football, basketball, mm. hockey, you name it. All every sports is in there. And again, for me, I was a massive fan of football, basketball. So they stay me, in there as well. Like, they, yeah. So they. So what is it like a hotel in there? So it's almost like apartments. So yeah. you have like big apartments here uh, for Team GB, and then you have other teams. They built Canada. them for, for yeah. it in, in 2012. Yeah, okay. I seem to remember. And then yeah. around it, they have like maybe a little bit run around, and they have mm. a restaurant. They have like arcade area where you know playing games and stuff, um, washing machines, and, and it's almost like a little village of you know South Ten. So you're mingling, That's like, you're just, amazing. like, mingling around, like, with, you, with everyone, really. Yeah, you yeah. are, but you're not, in a way. For me, I was like, Cause I'm you're always focused. the last focused. one. You're always focused. And yeah. by the time you got onto, you know, it's on one day to go, I'm usually on a Saturday or on a Sunday. And then that's mm. it. And there's a closing ceremony and big party afterwards and, ah. Uh, Mm. But do you again, get like you know obviously you're focused right you're coming in late mm. do you get some of the swimmers who already finished all their oh, stuff yeah. and they're like they're just bang on like a stag do <laughs> <laughs> so you see like a clash of you, of you, like you, people who have done their races yeah. and people who are then focused on their next race is yeah, that what it's like so normally swimmers are the first sport yeah. and then as soon as they are that's they it. Just enjoy they're monsters in the bar so, yeah, it's like exam season, I suppose, like doing A-levels and you all finish at different times and some of your mates are in the pub and you're still having to it's revise. Still, and Yeah. <laughs> wow. That's, it, it's hard. This is just incredible. At the highest yeah. level of sport, yeah. 
the pinnacle, the gold medal in the Olympics, right? I know you must get so used to talking about the medals in the Olympics, but it it's still the very top. It's very magical that that's the case, right? Does it still hold that power to you? No, it does. And I think as an athlete, you know, every athlete become a, a tr- dream of becoming an Olympic champion and, and to do it for me right in front of my home mm. crowd and, and in London. Yes, again, that mm. would never be forgotten. Even with me, sometimes you're going through a bad patch and you're going struggling. I try and think back at that moment. Mm. And again, as I said, like, you know, just to be part of that Super Saturday with myself yeah. and Jessica. That was absolutely and, and incredible. That was like yeah. one of the best sporting moments, wasn't it? I, I had oh. tickets to it and I gave them away. What? You gave me away? I gave them wow. away. Wow. <laughs> Do you know what it was? Because I, I remember too? it so vividly. I did the ballot and um, I was with my ex at the time. Okay. And when we broke up, I she remember feeling it. really bad. I was like, we can't both go together because we've broken up. So I went, you have the tickets. And I watched that Super Saturday and watched you race from a pub, drowning my sorrows, no <laughs> but also cheering you on. Yeah, and it was such that. a weird mix of, no mix no of emotions. So, so Siobhan from the Sugar Bakes, right? <laughs> <laughs> she, she went no, to Tony <laughs> I'm, I'm not continuing that, Crouchy. <laughs> oh, dear. But, but 2012, just going back to that, so you're not at the opening ceremony. Did you really feel kind of the power of the whole event because I think looking back it was such a special time wasn't mm. it it was it's just huge. fun to be in yeah. around yeah, absolutely Look, what I wanted to ask like yeah. if for something like that everyone is looking to you right um, because you are our hope yeah. and it's in London right so I remember like let me take you back to my athletics career um, and I my <laughs> nerves before yeah. races I used to run at Perivale you, you yeah. grew up in, I don't know yeah, if you ever, ever run at Perivale yeah. um, I, I, we used to do that there and I got so used to get so nervous yeah. I remember what my worst ever thing that probably ever happened to me was I did the 100 metres and fell over in front of all the other schools yeah. and um, I've never been so embarrassed that's, that's why I don't do sports days honestly I was so <laughs> that, was, that is it but like do you ever think like negatively like that like what if this happens or yeah. what if that happens and you, like the nerves Stomach. yeah the nerves. do you have that yeah all the time even for me like as i said that we're talking about olympics but even if i have a normal race i get nervous and i think when, when you're nervous is a good thing yeah. because it means you care mm. and you want you want to you want to do well and sometimes you wouldn't even eat anything because the nerves is just so much yeah. you're just like i'm gonna throw up i can't yeah. eat but after a while you just get used to it and you and, and i try and think about you know Think about how hard you work. Think about Ooh. just you know, just take it out like just like another race, and, and, and just. But again, it's, it's a good thing to be nervous. Mm. Do, do you know from training, like, do you know from training that like you've got a chance of the medals? Yeah. You know, you you, you sort of see everyone else's times, yeah. and you think oh, I'm on here. Yeah, I think every race is different, but in, in the championship, you when you go into a championship, I already know if I want to win a medal what kind of times you're looking at and what mm. you, you have to run in your last 1K or last, you know, 2K. So roughly, you, you can tell. And, and again, it's being able to understand about your oppositions. Say, for example, if I'm racing against three Kenyans, three Ethiopian, two Ugandans, I'm looking at, okay, what's his name? What has he done? What race has he done? What's his 1500 meters yeah. time? What's his 800 meter time? You're looking at ways and then you're going to figure tactics in terms of t- tactics how am i going to beat all these guys and come up with tactics that you can beat them it's not just say okay he's, he's going to win and how do you regulate that then just so do, as in like do you research. have someone on the side like are you allowed to excuse my naivety yeah. here but can you almost have a coach on the side that's working out 
right, they're running at a slightly quicker pace than we expected or slower. So a bit like a, with Formula One drivers where they could no. go into your ears and like, I know you haven't got something in yeah. your ear, but is there someone on the side that somehow helps you with this? No, or but not? you just you just you just looking at the screen oh. uh, on a, wow. on a screen when you're running. It's almost like I don't know if you have you ever done a car racing. Mm -hmm. You just know what position you're in, and yeah. you, you know the car's yeah, there. Yeah. You just know your space. Yeah. And how, how, how much shit housery goes in is involved in like you know the pack. Yeah. And like you know how much kind of like if there's like you say if there's like three Ugandans in front of you, right? Yeah. Is there a couple that might just keep you back? No, you know, and, and, and obviously, you know, so we can go. Yeah, from, yeah. yeah? No, they, all that happens, right? All that happens. So they work as a team. And mm. again, if, if there's three Kenyan guys and then they've got one guy who's stronger than the other two, the other two will sacrifice, you know, he, w he would go, oh, listen, boys, I need to win the race. Mm. Do that. And often mm. it does happen. But again, it's just, you know. You can't allow yourself to be blocked or. To be blocked. And then when is that right moment, two laps, three laps to go? I can't be. I got to be on the outside mm. or right on the inside at front. Because again, if they, if they block you in, you can't get that's, out. That's more positioning. But is there any like words being thrown around like, like <laughs> you ain't got this, I've got you. Like, <laughs> no, I want to know sledging. Yeah, sledging, that's yeah. it. No. Whilst they're running, yeah. that's, I mean, that's tough. <laughs> You're right. Doing it while you're breathing. But it's yeah. No, again, as I said, like it's in sprint it happens. But uh, for me, I was always just messing around and joking around. And, and some, actually one of the guys, the coach came up to me the other day. He's like, I'll never forget Mo. When you were like 2013, when you came up at the warm-up track, and I, remember, I can't even remember I said this, but at the warm-up track, they have the, their coach and they have the agent, and the agent's the ones put them in races and stuff like that. And the agent will have about 60 athletes and stuff like that. And, it, and there was all the Kenyan guys there warming up, and I'm warming up next to them, doing a couple of strides, make yourself look good, and you want to be able to when you see you like, oh yeah, he's in good shape, you make, good. make yourself look good. And I remember going to them and he was talking to them and I was going, don't worry, I'm ready for this. <laughs> you can tell him what you want. Really? <laughs> yeah, but he wasn't a bit Love arrogant, yeah. but it was just like me just Let being me. Know. And then the guy said to me, I can't believe his face is dropped. The Kenny guy's face dropped. There you go, lay down the marker, early doors. But again, it's just, you know, when you call out. Yeah, yeah, when you know, first five. Yeah, first five. First five, mate. First five. You know when you got your knighthood? Yeah. Was that after 2012? Was that? No, it was after Rio. It was yeah. after Rio. It was after Rio, yeah. So on, in what an amazing moment yeah. that must have been. No. I thought you meant you were after third down uh. there for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> in the queue. He's not got one, is not he? NBA. NBA, is he? Yeah. We've been Rio. talking about yeah. um, David Beckham absolutely gagging for a night. <laughs> it still hasn't yeah. managed it. And in our WhatsApp group, Crouchy's starting to ignore me with it. But I keep firing in evidence for this. He was posing with a picture of the Queen the other day. Like It's just little things like that. He's really trying to mm. let them know that he hasn't got one yet. Yeah. <laughs> My theory is they're doing it on purpose, mm. right? In a bit of royal housery. Mm. They're, um, they're just ignore it. Every year they go, right, who should we do? Not David. Knighthoods. Someone will go, what about David now? Pia? No. <laughs> Roll it over. <laughs> What's that day like? Honestly, it's, it's nerve-wracking. Yeah. When you first get it, they send you a letter in the post and you open it up and they say that we were honoured to give you this and then you're like, yeah, 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 accept it, send it off and then they give you some dates. But honestly, it's just, as I said, like I was lucky enough to meet, mm. uh, to meet her majesty mm -hmm. um, and on that day, Snowfracking as yeah. well as no. Well, well, you get the sword, the, don't you? you it's the sword, sword on the shoulder. Yeah, yeah, the old sword. Nice. What? What? Um. What did? What did she say to you? 
She Send said, me. when are you going to retire? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> she actually... Wow. Yeah, and that was how many years ago. Wow. When are you going to retire? Do you, yeah, not now well you've done. When yeah. are you going to retire? <laughs> oh. Do you get weird? There's, is it the sword on both shoulders and the head? Or am I imagining that? No, is it? Both shoulders. Both, both shoulders. Both shoulders. Yeah. Yeah. And both shoulders. Nice that. Have you ever imagined that crouchy being down no, your knees? Going no, no, I've not imagined it, no. He's no. a national treasure, this one, isn't yeah. he? <laughs> be great if you got a call up before Bex though just for oh, the, I'd love for the party. <laughs> <laughs> it would just did you um did you honor her majesty with a mobot or no very like what do i say yeah. honestly like where were you at buckingham palace buckingham palace yeah. yeah but she knew so much and again really? it wasn't just like you when you, when you go to retire but again she knew who you were mm. and and uh, it amazes me like the amount of people going in yeah how the hell do you know everyone and Ooh, everyone yeah. and what they do and even for me, if you ask me somebody, I'm like, I think mm. I've seen him on telly. <laughs> She's got a great sense of humour because she was really into the opening scene, wasn't she? Yeah. Was oh, God, with, 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 what, with helicopter, Daniel Craig. Daniel yes. Craig and Paddington Bear stuff. and stuff like that. Was there recently in... Um, yeah, the James Bond one with, with the 2012. That was 2012. the best. The yeah. But she's... She's caught she's cool. Did you know God that was happening? She's, Mate, she I didn't know. Cool. I know it was all in French and subtitles. <laughs> just reading the subtitle, but I didn't that quick. So I was like, uh, uh. Really? And then she turns around, it was actually her. It, it yeah, was such an amazing, amazing moment. Have you updated your passport to yeah. include? Yeah, you've got I, to. Oh, I had to do oh, that. I'd expect you to call me, sir. If I'm on this podcast, <laughs> yeah. if I was a sir... I'd, I'd well, I don't think he was introduced as <laughs> sir on this, was he? No, I did. I saw, did you? No, maybe no, not. You could, you maybe could, not. Could, listen. All right. It's sorry, all sorry. <laughs> sorry, sir. <laughs> sorry, sir. <laughs> We're not at school. <laughs> yeah, he expired, so I had to. I'm like, <laughs> so we're not at school. <laughs> it was going to expire, yeah. There was about six years left on the passport. <laughs> no, <I wasn't>. could... <laughs> what's next, though, mate? So what? what's what's next for Sir Mo Farah? Uh, what's next for me, um... Oh. And almost retirement, mate. Yeah. September, I'll do the Great North Run. Okay. Uh, September 10th. And then after that, officially retired. Yeah. New yeah. hobby? New. I've got to find something to do, honestly. Yeah. Golf? Yeah. I, I wouldn't mind golf. Yeah. Get him involved. There's, there's one that we've, we've yeah, got one I mean, involved. Abby knows my yeah. wife as well. She can just. Yeah, that's it. Well, we'll, we'll park them. And yeah. then. <laughs> 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 that's nice isn't can it can we say that keeps them both distracted <laughs> <laughs> that's what Pete's saying that's perfect Sorry, no. <laughs> I didn't mean that you know, I meant they couldn't have lunch or something I don't yeah, know yeah. they had anything to go off should we send treatment to while we play yeah, a bit yeah. of golf yeah I mean would you if you found that do you play now or are you t just a bit about to take it up I've played a couple of times yeah, yeah, yeah. but I wouldn't say like I'm, I'm great at it and I think it's one of these things where you know if mm. you take if I do want to take on it's something that needs a lot I more need, time need a lot of time I, well, I mean, go on sorry with me I want to be able to like do it properly. Mm -mm. Yeah, which is weird. Do. Yeah, we're still not there yet. <laughs> <laughs> After twenty five years, we're still, still not there. But, uh, no, me, you mean since have obviously retired. I suppose yeah. we're uh, we're veterans in retirement now. And uh, golf, honestly, is a great pastime for because it takes a long time, and you just go out in the middle of nowhere with yeah. your pals um, and just you compete at sport a little bit, you know. But it's not as strenuous. You have a few, you know water after <laughs> just going on to retirement when did you start making the decision because obviously as a footballer you know your body's sort of mm. getting there how did you know or how long ago was it that you sort of mapped out that this this is probably the moment for me now to step to step aside yeah and I think it's just been honest with your body 
And Ooh, again, exactly what it is down that, to. It comes down to yeah. that. And hum, as much as we love it, if your body can't do it, it's the most frustrating and hardest thing because, again, you know you're capable of it. And you've done that before. Uh, it's something mm. you've done. But again, to maintain it and, and, and keep doing it, if your body's not allowing you, that, that is the hardest thing. You know, it is hard because you, I suppose you're never going to like hit those heights again, you know, never no. going to feel that buzz again. Like, yeah. how do you kind of replicate that? Well, do you transfer it to your kids and then just nah. hope that they can... <laughs> <do that sometimes>? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> would, you, would you want your kids to be like runners like you or not? No. 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 I, I think it's as I said, kids... I want them to have fun. And, yeah. and for me, you know, we, I meet loads of parents and lots of people and kids because they've done sports. They're putting kids in their sports and mm. I, I want you to do better than what I did. And that's hard on the, on the kids. I think let kids be kids. Let them enjoy. Let them pick their sports. I'm there to guide them and I will help them out if they, would, if they need my help. But I, want, I would never push them. But mm. saying that my, my daughters uh, and, and my son actually doing a bit of athletics as well. They? Like, they want to do it and I'll just carry on supporting them. Mm. Oh, no, my son's a bit playing a bit of football. Mm. If I had a choice, I would like say get into football. So you're a big Arsenal fan, right? <laughs> so how you must have been obviously pleased with last year. I mean, ultimately disappointed you didn't win it, but like, what massive strides this no, year. No, it is a massive, yeah. as you said, it's a massive jump to where we were last yeah. year. Um, as I said, to finish second in, in, in the Premier League. You, at the beginning of the season, someone said to you, you're going to finish second to Man City. You will take that any day. Mm. Um, it would have been nice to see the team just come through and had a little mm. bit more. But again, that's where we were. Mm. It wasn't good as Man City. As you said, Man City in terms mm. of depth, how many players they have. You know, they're on, on the bench. You, you see how many players are on the bench. And, and I think now with the, the three signing, mm. it will make a difference. And as you get to the, you know, towards the end of the season, hopefully we're not mm. struggling with injuries. Yeah. Do you, do you know any of the f players? You mentioned you know footballers. Like, who, who are you friendly with? You friendly with any footballers no, or any Arsenal boys you've met? Yeah, I, I met quite a few over the years. Yeah. Uh, but I was a big fan of Saka, Smith Rowe, mm -hmm. youngsters. And, and, and again, I, I think I was like fortunate enough, you know, after 2012, um, I was going to regular watching Arsenal and I got invited to, the, you know, the training ground and spent a lot of time. And I remember someone pointing at Saka mm -hmm. going, he's going to be a player him. And then Smith Rowe was there. And to see people like him come from there and you actually seen them when they were like quite yeah, young. Yeah, yeah. It's incredible. Get involved in the coaching setup, maybe. That could be uh, yeah. well, there's quite a lot of inspirational. Now. There's a lot of athletic people coaches. that are in, that are in mm. like sprint coaches or like, you know, fitness coaches yeah. uh, within football now. So there is, yeah. there is that avenue. I, I think, as you said, like, it's, it's discipline, it's understanding. And again, as you said, like, coaching is not just about, okay, he's Olympic champion. He's going to get me a result. It doesn't come from like that. It comes of you know having the right attitude, seeing you know seeing them, observing them, looking around what's around them, their lifestyle they live. There's a lot of stuff, and I think that's what I've learned over the years. It's not about going. He's the best coach. I'm going to go to it. And would you um, like with footballers? A lot of the time, it's like you work in the media or you, you coach or manage. Yeah. You know, it's quite often those two options mm -hmm. are the main options. Like, is it the same in athletics? Like, would you do the TV or would you go and coach maybe young kids, runners or potential people coming through? I'd love to coach youngsters and um, works. Um, but again, it's as I said, that we were having a chat earlier and I was like, you know that buzz, how do you get that buzz? Mm. And I think when you coach and, and you see the result and who you produce and, and seeing like, young kids coming along and, and becoming someone, that's that feeling that you, mm. you've had before. And, yeah. and I'm always kind of looking for that. But again, you just got to find something that you enjoy mm. and have a laugh with. I think talking of buzz, I think 
this, is, this might be fitting to say, look, you know, there's there's a possible race that's going to go on at Crouchfest Free, <laughs> a walking race with mm -hmm. me and Crouchy, and obviously seeing you being a good adjudicator on Starkey's race, yeah. there is a possibility of getting Sir Mo mm. at Crouchfest Free as the starter, and what a better way of getting a medal off of Sir Mo? Uh, <laughs> yeah, so on, on you donate one of your Olympic golds to the podcast. Yeah. Listen, you can just confirm that now. I don't know if you're free and available that night, but I think we Fourth need someone. November. We need someone Fourth official November. that can, you know, that can, you know, see this one off. Um, and, and Crouch Fest, by the way, just think 2012 opening ceremony, uh, but bigger. There's more of a global audience isn't there for Crouch Fest. <laughs> yeah. um, but he's called it on, right? I think I could beat him in a walking race. He thinks he could beat me, and um, we might do it at the Butte Tunnel. Well, so, uh, Mo, who, who do you think, just looking at them both here, yeah. will win the walking race at Crouch Fest 3? And, and I maybe didn't see them walking. <laughs> so, to be honest, Mo, right? You can, if you, get but, you on the track, Just by looking at us, obviously, like, <laughs> Sid's has got big walking thighs, right? But I think my stride, personally, is going to outweigh those thighs. Like, I'm, I'm going to let the cat out of the bag here. So, me and obviously Pete play golf yeah. together. So, there's the gym at the golf club as well. So, we see each other quite regularly at the gym as well. And, uh, you know, I'll be smashing out a big leg day. And uh, I'll be. <laughs> peering over and there'd be this big sort of praying mantis on the on the, on the running machine just, <laughs> just walking, just walking up hills just like walking all getting ready and I just give him the look to, I just give him the glare I say okay country, okay country. it's on it's on so yeah. he's going for pure power and yeah. I'm, go, I'm, I'm in Technique. I'm in full I'm going for the incline training who do you reckon who who do you actually think I think it's a close one <laughs> <laughs> I think so. It's not, he's not pinning box not office pinning stuff, it either way. He's it? not pinning it either way. Go on, you've got to choose one. What, what are you choosing? Oh, Let's put you on I know, it's it's very hard. I think I think, I think Sid's might have Do you him. think he might have me? I think, I think the favourite is going to be no you. Problem. He's just hit it with so much I confidence. Think in terms of you, there's more people think you, but then that's it's always... Why. Yeah. I go for the underdog. I'm a underdog. Watford fan, you know? So actually... I really probably think Pete's going to win, but really? I want to support the underdog. <laughs> I've got the sympathetic <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. Well, it'll be, it'll be revealed, won't it? Yeah. That day November will come. That day will come. The day of reckoning. Very much similar to, to 2012. Got a message here. Um, it's about the uh, Jose Enrique experience that mm. we've been offering on the podcast. Regular listeners will know what this is about. It says, hi, lads. Just listen to the Julian Dix episode. What a banger that was. I reckon after listening to Luke's Torquay experience, I think I can raise the game. My suggestion is that on the 13th of October, I have a night out to which my sisters have bought us S Club 7 tickets for their reunion concert in Liverpool at the M&S Arena and we're going to have a few drinks afterwards. This, this is the Ooh. night before my 40th birthday. Not only that, but the day after we have a house booked out for my 40th with 20 of us staying, uh, staying somewhere down south. I'll be more than happy to have a full birthday weekend as Jose Enrique. And what says Jose Enrique, more than Jose Enrique in Liverpool, dancing to reach for the stars. All the best, Trev. Okay. So, Jose Enrique, Liverpool player, uh, used to uh, play for Newcastle, Liverpool. Um, there was a pair of his shoes. We sent one lucky listener behind the velvet rope. He had a night as Jose Enrique at the time of his life. Uh, this fella is telling us he's going to go to S Club 7. Yeah. What do you think? Um... 
I think it's um, it's a bold move. There's a lot to compute there because I'm f- struggling to imagine a 40-year-old f- doing their birthday at an S-Club 7 concert, <laughs> yeah. uh, dressed as in a footballer's shoes. Uh, the whole thing's a bit of a mismatch, which is why it appeals. Ooh. My main question would be, would Jose Enrique go to an S Club 7 concert? It's a and, and that's no offence no. to S Club. I'm a huge really. fan. I don't think I'm a huge fan of S Club. Yeah. We all are. We, but, we, uh, we all would have had the chance to dance, right? Yeah. I actually went to a concert. <laughs> 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 it's all coming up. I actually went to a concert a long time ago. Yeah, it was great. Was it? Yeah, it was great. Who was your favourite? Who was your favourite? I saw Rachel was, is it? Yeah. I was always a Bradley fan. Uh, Bradley, okay. <laughs> so maybe we will we'll think about that. My only thing would be, I think what we want to do is be able to offer someone listening to this an opportunity to go behind the velvet rope, as Crouchy was saying. I'm not sure we'll be able to do that S Club because I don't think there is one. Mm. Um, so keep sending in ideas for what you would like um, and, and who we can send these shoes to. Tell us what town you're from, what local club you'd like to go to, and, and we'll try to do the deals from there. Yeah, nice. And um, and we, we we still need to get down to the Bew Tunnel as well. Have you ever been <laughs> to the Bew yeah. Tunnel? It's a, where, where is it again, Chris? Uh, it's in Bude. Bude. Uh, <laughs> Where's Bude? In Cornwall, Cornwall, Cornwall sort of way. Yeah. Well, next to Sainsbury's, uh, there is a tunnel. We did an episode all about tunnels, and there's a, yeah. a famous tunnel called the Bew Tunnel. Mm. Um, and thank you to everyone who listens to this podcast that's been sending reviews of the Bude Tunnel mm. to TripAdvisor. Yeah. 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 If you um, look on TripAdvisor, um, do it after this. I'd yeah. advise you do. It's brilliant. Um, on TripAdvisor, it's, it says Bude Tunnels with some fantastic reviews of it. Um, and we're going to go and visit it. So if you're ever yeah. in Cornwall, so I think, Well, you must just want to constantly please, run through things or over things or, or past things. Place. Yeah. New places to run. So what would be better than just watching Samo Farah run through the Bude Tunnel at, at Bit of Pace? <laughs> that would be a sign. would have always wanted. Or doing a robot. <laughs> <laughs> be great. Oh, thank you so much for coming along today. And um, it's, it's been great. And thank you so much for talking about so I want to see about you know all the story and the documentary mm, yeah and it's just class getting you on really absolute yeah. pleasure Legend. thanks a lot man. Legend. did enjoy it it's all that mate it's small details are big surfaces tight corners are odd shapes flat rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. This episode is brought to you by a load of pricks.net. We are the experts in selling houses. Chris couldn't sell his house. What did you do, Chris? I couldn't sell my house for love nor money, Crouchy. Three different offers I had, all at the last minute, fell through. I turned around to my wife and said, 
what can we do to sell this house? Every estate agent is failing us. Then I told her, let's go to a load of pricks.net. But Chris, what did a load of pricks do for you? They were brilliant, Crouchy. They sold my house right away. The sign had barely gone up when a well-dressed gentleman came along and offered me twice the asking price. Chris, would you use a load of pricks again? I'd use them every time, Crouchy. Go to a load of pricks.net. They will sell your house like no other. Load of pricks, load of pricks.net.